Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hi, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to Relationship Key Week. This is episode 165, and I've saved the toughest one for last. This episode is about changing your locks. In other words, changing the reaction or the key to how you respond to something. And that can seem pretty difficult. I mean, if you think about our personality as adults and what forms our personality, um, it seems fairly consistent and immutable, and that's not a bad thing. So when we talk about changing your locks, it's really about situations where you may have a reaction due to your personality and the way you normally do things uh, that isn't beneficial to you, and you want to change that. And the interesting thing is when we change how we are and we're connected to others, it forms a system or a sort of equation. So by changing how you are, it automatically has an impact on the reaction of someone who you're connected to. Now, if you're disconnected, it's not going to do anything. But if you are connected, a change in either party necessitates a change in the other. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and what exactly forms the personality and what its relationship is to you. So a lot of this is inspired by things that I've read and learned recently from uh, Marshall Rosenberg. Uh, he has this system called Nonviolent uh, Communication. Uh, recently read a great book by Will Smith called Will. Uh, he touches on some similar personality topics, as well as one of my all-time favorites, The Untethered Soul uh, by Michael Singer. So if you think about yourself, who you are, how do you really define that, right? Over the different ages, over the different roles you've had in your life, or even on a given day, the different situations you may find yourself in, there are sort of different facets of you. Yet consistently, there is something I believe, and I think most people believe, that is the you-ness of you, right? That is you and not someone else. And that makes up the person who you truly are versus just uh, you know, a program or a formula, right? There's something unique going on there. And a lot of times we think of that as being our personality, right? And our personality, uh, the way we react to certain things, which is going to be different than others, our timing of the reactions, we often think, well, that's what defines who we are, our, our personality. And even the word person is in personality. Now, the challenge with that locking that as a definition is it kind of locks you into a certain sort of reaction and whatever happens, you're going to respond to it the way your personality dictates and that's it. You're done. So the good reactions are good and the bad reactions are not so bad, but what are we going to do about it? It's your personality. So I would like to take a look a little bit deeper as to what the personality really is and whether it is as set or ingrained as we think it is. And a useful metaphor about personality is thinking about it as a layer that's built on top of the foundation of who you are. 
right? So if you think about a house, it's got the foundation, right? But then on top of that foundation, you can build any number of walls and formats, and there'll be a lock on the door to allow you to get into the house. And our personalities are sort of that above the foundation layer. And that lock really defines how we let people in and how people interact with us for good, uh, better, or worse. And I think it's really important to understand in this metaphor, you are the house, not the locks, right? You're the foundation underneath. That's who you are with the emphasis on you. And you are not your reaction to other people and who you let in and out, which is your personality. And the importance of this is locks can be changed, right? It's not easy. Uh, it may not happen without pain and some destruction and some marring of, of the beautiful woodwork the way it is. But the lock in and of itself uh, is a choice that we've made, maybe not consciously, but a choice we've made over repetition and in reacting to the world as we see the best way to react to it. Now, the great thing about this and thinking about it this way is you don't have to continue to make the same choice. You can change those responses while still being you because the you still sits there underneath the foundation. And part of the challenge here is separating yourself from your personality and understanding who you are goes much deeper than your current reactions and ways of dealing with things. And when you do this as a leader, as a parent, as a partner, it has tremendous power. And I'm not saying it's easy. It's very difficult to change these patterns, but it's tremendously freeing to understand that you are not set. You are not a victim to the way things are. You actually have some control and choice that you can make on how you interact with the world. You can actually change your locks. So what I'd love for you to do today is ask yourself, do you know who you really are? Who you are, not as defined just by what other people think you are or what the world thinks you are, but what you know you are deep down inside. And do you know all the other ways you could be, you know, other than the way you are right now, while still maintaining that same unis? And are some of those other ways a more powerful, purposeful, and resonant form of you? So I like to take the time to think about this periodically. Um, it's not a one-time deal, and it's a very useful exercise, and it can really um, give you more choice and freedom in your life. So I encourage you maybe just to get started thinking about that as we continue this executive presence and leadership journey together. Well, thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. I'm Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, 
a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hi, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Imagine this scenario. The good news is you've been promoted and now you have a team to manage. The bad news is you've been promoted and now you have a team to manage. Managing other people can be a little bit like parenting in that there's no manual on how to do it, and often you can get different results depending on who happens to be on the team. And there's few challenges more difficult than having an insubordinate subordinate. And some people may think the easiest way is to just fire them, but that often doesn't speak well to your leadership, and it isn't always within your power to do so. So in our next Connection Counselor Workshop on February 23rd at 11 a.m. Eastern, we're going to tackle how to handle this tricky situation in a way that holds people accountable, gets good results, and also keeps high morale with that person and also with the greater team. If you're interested in joining us, please register. You can sign up at www.joquanjo.com slash workshop. See you soon. Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to Volleyball Week. So this whole week, we're going to talk about different lessons we can learn using the game of volleyball as a metaphor. And whether you play volleyball or enjoy it or not, um, hopefully there'll be something you can still uh, gain from it by understanding the dynamics in the physical space or through sport um, and applying that to leadership and life. And I'm not a huge sports metaphor person, so, you know. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel.